Today on The Breakdown, what if you were the kind of person who was playing for $95,000 more than you'd already won? What if you were the kind of person who just, you know, (laughs) watched a lot of Netflix, man? What if, what if God was the kind of deity that would allow bad beats, heartbreak, You're probably wondering, what if if Jonathan Levy didn't exist right now? How much better would my life be? It's a fair question. But there's a reason why I'm asking the questions in this way. And it will all be revealed, much like a fabulous prestige. That's right, we're going to prestige you right here on The Breakdown with Greg Dennison and Jonathan Levy. All right. We could do whatever you want with that one. Uh, you're referring to one of the players being What If God. That's right. Yeah. What If God is the name but of But I think players. you ultimately, what you ended up doing was using poker to make the argument of evil <laughs> against, <laughs> against the existence of God. Did yeah. I really? Yeah. Well, like, what, what if God was the type to allow bad beats? Oh, you know, it's yeah. like the argument of evil is like, how could God exist if there's, you know, fire and death and right. famine and all this, these bad things? Sir, Sir Thomas Aquinas would have a lot to say to you right now. Cool. Well, tell you what. Uh, tell I my DMs are open. Yeah, Sir Thomas so. Aquinas is not. Uh, he's not a known DMer, but he might get to you. Hey, just join the Discord if you don't want. Yeah, to. join the Discord, Thomas Aquinas, <laughs> from the yeah, fourth, sir, fourteenth sir century or sir something. Uh, actually, not Sir Saint Thomas Aquinas. I don't know. I don't care. What if God was one of us? Is a song that will be in your head for the rest of the day, and it's that is impossible. not our fault. It is this Swedish dude's fault, who named himself What if What if God in in the poker sites and uh, we don't know anything else about him. He's very hard to find any information on. He's basically Ethan Hunt. Yeah. He's you e- know, he's Ethan Hunt. Yeah. Strap that guy to a plane and take off. Cause he's hanging on. He's, you don't know anything about him. He's, he's, he's anyone and everyone. He's agent Smith. He can turn into anyone. He's going to poison you. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, the point being, what if God is a very successful online player? Yes. He's had a lot of success over recent years, but Nobody seems to know anything about him online. Here's what I know about him, because I do, besides the fact that he's from Sweden, I don't know why we know, I guess because that's where he's playing from. Yeah. Uh, this same event, one year earlier, what if God won this event for over a million dollars, Grant? So it was a much bigger event the year yeah, before. Yeah, it was more COVID, yeah. COVID-like. Um, now playing once again, this time first place, 363,000. Still not too shabby, Grant. Yeah. Uh, that could be your new character. Shabby Grant. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Hey, Shabby Grant, everyone. Um, so, but this guy, like, it's incredibly hard to do that, of course, to, like, finish first and then at least top two in this event back-to-back. This is a really big deal event. Yeah. This is the online EPT main event. It is. Like, it is. Everyone cares. So he's, a, he's he or she is an impressive player. It's, it seems. And the interesting thing is we have the shadow up once again, Ramon Casillas, Casillas, yeah, is up against uh, not Casillas. No, no. I, I didn't, didn't write, write down, his name. I didn't write the last name because you I ruined thought everything. We might remember, it's Kalilas. Kalilas, that's yeah. right. Uh, Ramon Kalilas is up against a dude who is not very well known. The last time we did a Ramon Kalilas hand, they were three handed at this table, and he was up against uh, Christian Rudolph, who basically stays off the grid. But this is nothing like. Christian Rudolph stays off the grid like, you know, he's got a mailbox. He probably has an email address. What if God is like, you know, he's like sustainable wood only, buddy, on my farm, you know? Like, 
I make I grind my own electricity with yeah. my with my wrists. You know, that's right. He does, <laughs> or she, <laughs> or she. Thank you very much because I didn't even notice how sexist I was being. Well, now now you do. But whatever you do, as we go through, every time we say "What if God," try not to think of the song. Try to think of the poker player. Don't do the. <laughs> Yeah, like, good luck with that. Because you're gonna, it's just gonna overtake your and life. We, and since since there's so little known about this player, we're not gonna be able to replace it with their actual name. So we're just actually gonna be saying, "What if God?" I may just make the uh, the song instead of even saying the name. You're gonna do it once or twice, and then you're gonna bail. I'm it. already bored and tired of doing it because it's it's too much work. <laughs> I can tell it's like it's a lot. I'm gonna have to explain it every time. I can't do it. So we got Ramon against What If God. Yep. Ramon Kalilas continues his impressive run through this tournament. We did a, a hand of his last week, I believe, if the schedule stays how we think it will. Probably. Um, which he did an impressive job against a very good player in Christian Rudolph. And for those who didn't listen or don't remember, uh, Ramon went from having 11K in his Hendon to 5.1 million real quick because he won the, the Poker Stars Players Championship, that 25K where they gave away 300 platinum passes. He was one of the platinum pass winners. And... Uh, He's kept it going. He wasn't a flash in the pan. He actually has success. Yeah, he finished 14th in the most recent main event. Um, but he is sort of the new moneymaker. If yeah. there is a new moneymaker, it's got to be him, right? He's already more successful than moneymaker post-big win, though, right? That is correct. Yeah. That is correct. Um, it's very impressive. And, of course, here he is once again, right? Yeah. So, like, he, we know he finishes third in, uh, I'm sorry, third, 14th in the main event for, like, $340,000. He's already locked up $276,000 in this event. This is an incredibly tough event. The, the final table was loaded with players. We were just talking it about it. It had Orpin Kisasika glue. It did, and I love that you said his name. It had Ben CB. Yeah. It had a bunch of other really well-known tough players as well, including Christian Rudolph. But here we are. We're down to... The complete unknown, what if God, it could be anyone. It could be a child. Yeah. We don't know. Could be a very smart child. A very, or a dumb child who's just getting very lucky. Yeah, could be. You know, it's possible. You know, a million monkeys typing on a million typewriters in an infinite amount of time will eventually produce something that's, you know, somewhat readable. Probably. And that is the story of what if God. <laughs> You're one of the monkeys. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah, so that's the deal. Well, let's, let's do the deal. Can I ask for one thing before we get into the hand? You can ask for one it thing. It feels like we're about to get in the hand. I think this podcast is sorely lacking one thing right now, and it's on you, quite frankly. It's your fault. Okay. What you haven't done so far is praise me, <laughs> <laughs> praise me for not completely derailing the show. I haven't derailed it once yet. Not even once, and you haven't even said anything. <laughs> what am I supposed to say? <laughs> You're doing great, Jonathan. Or how about, hey, this show's really on track. Thanks to you, Jonathan. Or, you know, you're just a great guy, Jonathan. Uh, I don't know. You take your pick. It's a dealer's choice. I'm confused because I'm a millennial and you're Gen X, yeah. right? I'm supposed to be the generation that needs participation trophies and stuff and, and acknowledgement. Uh-huh. And you're supposed to be the generation that just, like, no acknowledgement means everything's fine. And, like, I'm okay. Like, basically... My, my wife actually went through workforce training yeah. that said that millennials wanted constant feedback from, from their managers, and Gen X people thought no feedback was good feedback. Huh. Which is... It's a, good that you explain that, because yeah. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, and I'm sure the rest of the audience yeah. was feeling kind of interesting, though, right? Uh, yeah, that is interesting, if it's true. Yeah. If it's true. Because right. a lot of that stuff turns out not to be true. Yeah. But it could be true. Yeah. You know, for example, the Kitty Genovese thing, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. The fusion of responsibility. Turns out none of that was true. What, what, was, what were the parts that were not true? Because she was assaulted. She was killed. Yeah. <laughs> she was stabbed like a bunch of times. But people did call the police. Ah. <laughs> like people called the police. Like 
the, the whole story is that, oh, yeah, the guy came back and stabbed her more yeah. because no one came. The police didn't come, which, by the way, is a weird. Yeah. And if you really think about it, it doesn't make any sense. But, um, but apparently the police were called quickly and, like, you know, she just died. All right, so my wife's workplace training about how different generations react to managerial yeah. responses is similar to the Kitty Genovese story. It could be. It could be. It really could be, right? A lot of the psychological uh, conclusions that are drawn, see, we have now derailed this. This is great. Yeah. Uh, are often turned out to be incorrect. Like upon, because you can't replicate a lot of these studies, and that's, that's the point. Right? It's my understanding that this was based on surveys of of different employees and and what they actually like explicitly said. Oh yeah, so that's infallible, Grant. Jeez, <laughs> man. What kind of sucker are you? Here, here's a here's a cake. Give me ten thousand dollars. It's worth it. Would you believe that too? I don't know. Would you believe Can I see the cake? It's invisible. No one can see it. That that if you have invisible technology, that's probably worth more than ten thousand dollars. I should snap that shit up. I have invisible cake technology, but you can only have the cake. You can't have the technology. You can have the technology, but it costs more than ten k. How much does that cost? It costs fourteen k. But think you I have want... to buy. But you have to buy the cake first before you can get the. You know, it's like an add-on. Why can't I buy them at the same time? Oh no, you can buy them at the same time. It's twenty-four k for both. You got a deal. But here's the thing: if you want them both, it's thirty. <laughs> you gotta, you know, it's fine, 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 fine. Yeah. 35, and we're, and we're done. Shake on it. Shake on it at 35,000. <laughs> okay. Shake. Okay. Cool. Where's the cake? I can't it's see right it. right in front of you. Give me the money. I can't see it. Yeah. Technology. Show me how it works. <laughs> <laughs> how can I show you how it works if it's invisible? What a dumb person you are. If That's that, right. Guys, I think I just got scammed. You can't let that happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll help you find the guy who did it. But invisibility... <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the thing. You'll never know. I'm like fucking what if guide right now. So I came full circle. Yeah, you did it. I'm what if guide. I could be behind you. I could be on top of you. You would never know. <laughs> I could be standing on your shoulders. You'd be like, why are my shoulders so... It's a weight, but I don't understand. I, I must be sick. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'd be standing on your shoulders the whole time. And you have good balance to do that. I've, I would have like a, one of those little balancing sticks that the, the tightrope walkers yeah. have. Because the really long ones. Yeah. I would love that. I want to like I put a little like clawy hand on one end so, so I get like candy. But and we're stuff. like in, in your apartment. You'd just be knocking a bunch of stuff yeah. over. Yeah. But it, sometimes I'd be outside or something and be able to grab candy. <laughs> <laughs> also, having a grabby hand that's really long would be helpful in my apartment too. Who wants to get up to go get that banana? Like when I can just woo, I'm on your shoulders. <laughs> and now it's in my hand. The grabby hand. <laughs> this that's is, a great name, by the way. This has definitely been derailed. <laughs> it's successful. What if I, I, I let this happen on yeah. purpose with the like getting into the millennials versus Gen X yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. You, you dove right into that. Yeah. And then here we are. Yeah. It's part of the charm for some people. For some people. But, you know, those people are still here listening. The That's people right. who is not part of the charm for are, are, are mortal enemies and they will not have tuned in yet <laughs> because it says in the description when the analysis starts. I'm, I am sort of upset that we have started to do that. I understand why we do it. But I, would lo- I love the picture in my mind. Of the person who like hits three seconds, thirty seconds, thirty seconds, then like seven times, and like nope, still fucking around. Thirty seconds, thirty seconds, thirty. Skip, 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 skip. Oh my god! And they just go, 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 and it just keeps on going and rolling their eyes and getting so frustrated. Do you think any car accidents have been caused by people trying oh. to skip? Have we done like lasting yeah. damage? Yeah, to that's what I'm saying. Lives? Yes, I think so. We've been around for a long time. Yeah, we have enough listeners. I think it's happened. Oh. oh, the power. You look so happy. <laughs> this man is evil. Well, it's not evil. 
to this be is, happy that someone... Again, yet again, an argument for, of evil. How could God exist when Jonathan <laughs> Levy exists? <laughs> it's not evil to be happy that people who are listening to the media that you produce may have been badly injured. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> That's not evil. No, no, it's great. Can't we be happy no matter what happens, Grant? Think of that. As long as they Should w- I be sad that they're injured? Who does that help? It's <laughs> a great question. <laughs> Thanks. Let's just get to the hand. No, no transition. No Holy transition. Derailed. Okay. Right to the hand. All right. Second is 276,000. First okay. is 363,000. Yes, sir. What if God has quite a chip lead? 74 million at 400K, 800K, and is on the button slash small blind with queen four of diamonds. Going to min open it to 1.6 million. Okay. Ramon Kalilis, the... The kid who made it, he's got 24.5 million, so about 30 blinds in the effective stack by a, a mile. Yeah. Has Ace of Diamonds, Ace, Eight of Hearts, decides to just call. Let's talk about that. Yeah. If we, you were to three bet, would you jam for 30 blinds or would you do like 6 million or something? That's a good first question. I think a lot of players these days are just jamming. Yeah. And it, it, first of all, just like from a technical point of view, it's not wrong to jam. You can actually jam this hand. This is crazy. Jam this hand and turn it over. Yeah, for, it's up, still to, fine. up to 43 big blinds. Something, something like that. Like, That's a David Sklansky thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, like, it's fine to jam, right? You're, you definitely are making chips mm-hmm. by jamming. Um, do we do better making it 6 million? Is our plan to call it off with Ace-8? I guess it... If the if you I mean I don't think what if God is this opponent but if you have a predictable opponent it's probably better to make it smaller and, and fold, fold fold the shoves if you know that they're never doing it light. This hand may be too good though to three bet fold and then that's a reason to either jam or just call yeah. right. Like I'd almost want to have like a six and ace five and three bet fold if I'm going to do it. Yeah, you know, or, you or also, king you, or king five suited. You could also three bet call. That's right. Well, for three bet calling, then that's fine to three bet. Yeah, but I would just hate three bet folding a hand this good when we get to just call and see a flop a lot. And it's like we flop an ace, we're going to be good so much of the time and can potentially get a lot of chips out of this guy. Yeah, um, We should be playing higher variance if we're Ramon Kalilis, right? Because this is what if God and we're Ramon Kalilis. Yeah, I mean, Kalilis has some good results. Maybe if you're Kalilis, you yeah. probably think of yourself among these pe- guys' as peers, and maybe you're right, by the way. It's possible you're right. That's true. Um, if he knows about what if God's results, which are impressive... Um, against like the best players, you know, I would think if I was Ramon Kalilis, I would assume I would be a dog here. Yeah, but it, but it may be hard to do that when you're Ramon Kalilis in the right. moment, having won five point two million that time yeah. and done well in the main event and so on and so forth. You may just be like, I can handle these guys. I understand what's going on, mm-hmm. and maybe he does. Yeah. So yeah, so what do you want to do here? So we we have three, so we have like three obvious options, right? We call, we raise small, we jam. Yeah. What what do you think is the best option? Let's start with that. Just what's the be- what's the optimal? Option? I think you were touching on it well, though. It's about your opponent, right? Because yeah. if I'm heads up against an opponent that I do not respect, calling is clearly the best option. If I'm heads up against Phil Galfond, I am jamming 100 percent of the time. The problem with jamming, of course, is are we ever getting called by a worse hand? Is King Queen calling us? Unlikely, but possible. We can get called by sevens and stuff like that, where yeah, that's we, not we a flip. Hand, that's I a know. flip. But okay. like, yeah, but the, it's more about the fold equity, and then that we usually have yeah. like 27 plus percent if we get called, which is okay. And we do get to pick up, it's not a huge pot, but we get to pick up what? There's four blinds in the pot right now. Yeah. It's not bad if we have 30. Like, yeah. That's pretty good. Um, I kind of hate the idea of only getting called by better hands. Like, sevens. If King Queen is folding and A7 is folding, 
Ace 10 is calling, I assume. Yeah. That's I bad. don't know what. Maybe we fold out Ace 9 sometimes. That may be like the one hand in the world that actually. Yeah, quote makes a mistake. I, I agree us. with what that, you're saying. That, that sort of sucks. I think if every if all things else are equal, I think a call makes the most sense. Yeah, but if it's a, if you're against a player who you think is significantly better than you, I don't think jamming can be that bad. Okay, that's totally fair. That's totally fair. Also, we're not just jamming this hand. Of course, this is yeah. just like the bottom of our jamming range, right? right. Like we're also jamming Ace Jack, yeah. for example. So when he calls with Ace Ten, sometimes he loses. This yeah. just happens to be one of those times he doesn't. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, Fair. So when we're in this spot here, we're up against what if God, he's good. Yeah. But we think we're good too. We think we know how to play against these guys. We mm-hmm. just beat Christian Rudolph where we basically played like an elite player. Yeah. Um, and that, that's the hand we just did and was from a week ago or so. Um, what do we want to do now? Do we want to call? Do we want to throw that small? Do we want to jam? I think I guess we just call if, if, we, if we believe in ourselves in that way. I think we should right. call. We want to preserve the depth of stack if yeah. we think we're good enough to do so, right? And like encourage... Uh, in this case, what if God to make the biggest mistake possible? I don't know if that's a realistic goal based on who this guy is, but, yeah. but it's, it's at least a reasonable thing. It, I think all three options are totally fine, ultimately, though. Like, I think if he made it $6 million, that would also be okay. You yeah. Know? Like, you're going to get a lot of folds and win right now. We can sometimes, avo- if we're going to make it $6 million and fold, we sometimes get to avoid the cooler. I think against this player pool, if you make it six million and fold, that's the worst line that you can take. Uh, if we have, if we've been three betting with any frequency, it's a bad line. If we yeah. aren't three betting much, then six six million fold is probably better. Yeah, I think, maybe. Right? If, just, three be- if we have some bluff three bets, or feels doing a lot. pretty shitty to yeah to eject twenty five percent of our stack without even calling it off with a reasonable hand heads. Yeah, up. you're right. And also, like when they jam, they can now have worse ace. They can have worse hands. They can have king queen. They can Absolutely. Have, yeah. They can have ace five. Yeah. I think you have to call against this player pool. Yeah, I think you do. Um, yeah. But, you know, also, like, we are, we're down three to one in chips against a really good player. Like, taking chances and, like, inviting variance isn't such a bad thing. So, like, if he's going to be, you know, he's going to jam us, we're going to call with ace eight. That's definitely inviting variance. Yeah. Right? But that's okay. Anyway, so, so I, I, I'm cool with all the options. And, yeah, I get, maybe against a guy like what if God, maybe, maybe jam is bad. Because we want to, because he's going to four bet with weaker hands sometimes. Yeah, that's possible. So then we get to invite that. And anyway, I think calling is fine, which is yeah. what Ramon ends up doing. Totally fine. Got three point four million in the pot. Nitrogen Sports is three point four million reasons to open your heart up to the world. You know what I'm saying? What if God? Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, like that. Yeah, like that. Did Ni- you open yourself to that though? I did. Oh, because I, of nitrogen? Yeah, it was because of. I've learned a lot. You really have. You've grown and, and what, you've changed. And what you should learn, if you didn't already know it, audience member, is that if you use the link in the description of this podcast when you sign up for Nitrogen, you get access to cool stuff. It yep. includes our monthly tournament. That's every month, of course. Carrot sticks. You, you could get carrot sticks. and You could go to the store and buy them like you normally yeah. would. <laughs> you have access and, to and cool stuff. And then come home and eat them like you normally would. Access to cool stuff. And that's all true. Um, but on Nitrogen, you get access to... Our monthly tournament, mm. you get access to some free stuff. They, they put up like March Badness brackets where they actually pay out in Bitcoin, even though it's a free entry. Yep. You don't get... Jonathan thinks something is funny. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just enjoying planning on the next derailment of this ad. <laughs> That's all that's going on in my head. Could you succeed in a podcast for seven years with a person who was also as... like? Yes. Would you, you would take on more of the role yeah. of, of keeping the train on the tracks? Yeah, we just fill whatever roles are, are available. That's how it works. Yeah, man. but would you actually 
be able to like yeah. keep it together and do that and not be depressed about it. I think I could do it. I think I could keep it together. I think I wouldn't be depressed, but I think I wouldn't be as joyful as I am. <laughs> okay. Like there's this is always a super fun experience for me. It's fine. I for me. love it because I get to try and fuck with you. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Anyway, nitrogen. Yeah. Sports betting, casino games. Right. right. <laughs> Free cool giveaway stuff. If you use the link in the description, you should do you should do it. And we will see you there. If you haven't done it, you should probably do it. You should do it. Okay. All right, here we are. 3.4 million in the pot. Queen okay. four of diamonds for what if God on the button. Ramon with ace of diamonds, eight of hearts in the big blind. Six of clubs, seven of hearts, eight of diamonds. Ramon flops top top on a wet board, but still very good heads up. Yeah, yeah, very good. Feels to me like there's an argument for leading. There is definitely an argument for leading here. I agree with you. Like, this is going to get checked back a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a million cards that are either going to kill action or make us lose or make us not know where we are. Like anything that isn't an eight or an ace or like a deuce or a three yeah. is at least kind of problematic, yep. right? Uh, in terms of getting action or having to pay off or right. whatever. I think this is a pretty good candidate to lead. We never have to fold against. I don't think we're ever folding. No, if we, we, just go, down, we, we just absolutely go with we it. We snap. Yeah. We don't worry about it. Um, I like the idea of leading here a lot. I do, too. Ramon checks. Okay. Which is normal. It's not terrible to check, but all right, we like the lead. Is this a bet for what if God? I think it's a very interesting question. Yeah. And, and most of your minds, including mine, might kind of automatically go to, oh, big blind range. Uh, that hits the big blind range. I'm not supposed to bet much of my range at all. But that's not really the case here, right? Like, the ranges are similar yeah. at this point, and this very board similar. could hit either player. Very, very similar. Yeah. Um, what if God may even be wider than the big blind range? Yeah. Possibly, slightly, maybe not. I mean, they both possible. have they both have thirty two com or they actually, yeah, they probably both have forty eight combos of straights on this board and all the two pair combos. Um, yeah, nine five off. I think they probably both have. It's unclear. Yeah, either like what if God might not have nine five off? Maybe but not. Probably does. Yeah. Um, yep. What if God's got the sets in ways that Ramon doesn't? True. Right. That's what what if God has. Slight so advantage there. So, there. so there's a range advantage there. Um, besides that, it feels like the two pair is all the same. The pair and straight draws all the same. All that stuff is the so same. So combinatorially, it's minimal because if it's just the sets, that's nine, nine combos. combos. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't really matter. It matters some. It matters but, a little bit. But yeah, but it is a slight range advantage, though. Yeah. So betting on this board, it doesn't sound so bad anymore. When we and you also that. have more over pairs as what if God. Also, from what if God's point of view, we have a gut shot. We've got an over card. We've got a backdoor flush draw. We don't have a whole lot. But like, let's say we make, let's say a five comes in on the turn, we make our straight, right? Because we yeah. have queen four. Uh, once again, very hard to get action. Yeah. So not like at least we have some equity on this. It isn't like we have a rando, you know, Jack Deuce here. Yeah. Or anything yeah. like that. Like we can improve very strongly with with a card here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All this makes me want to bet, even though it feels like a tra- traditional checkback board. It does. It does. But you agree? I think we should bet because we have a range advantage and because we have equity. Yeah. It's a good combination. Yeah. And I think I was beginning to mention, what if God also has all the over pairs that Ramon doesn't have? Absolutely. Yeah. It's like Ramon has his best one pair hand here. Absolutely. A million percent. Yeah. Never gets better than this for one pair. Right. So what if God does bet 2.4 into 3.4? Pretty big. Yeah. All right. It's a wet board. So this is a fun spot for Ramon. You could yeah. really go either way here. How do you want to play it? Top, top. I think I want to raise a lot. And of course, never fold. Of course. No, no. I think I want to raise. You know, I'm very much in the camp of like, hey, we're ha- I got a top pair I want to call. But like, 
This is, again, as we were saying, the kind of board that, like, let's look at all the cards. A 10, a 9, a 4, a 5, a 6, a 7, a king, a queen, a jack, a 10. Those are all not great. Yeah. Those are all either action-killing cards or cards that cost us the pot. Mm-hmm. We have a hand that we can go with right now. And I can think of hands that our opponent could, could decide to, like, rock and roll with us that we're ahead of, for sure. Like, we can have draws. He can call with a seven. Yeah. He can call with a six. He can call with a straight draw and over cards. He could have five, six. He could have seven, nine, get like, eight, nine. He could have jack nine and decide to go with it. Yeah. That's not unreasonable at all. In fact, it's probably yeah. correct. Yeah. Um, he could have king nine and decide to go with it. It's all the same, right? He could have any nine and decide to go with it, basically, um, with another over card or yeah. a pair. I think we should rock and roll. I think so, too. This is a wet board. We absolutely are doing this with, with straight draws. Yeah. Right? We, this is a good hand. This is about as good as it gets. Yeah, we'll have some two pair hands also and some straights. But, like, okay. Yeah. This hand is way more vulnerable than those hands, too. So. And if somehow what if God also has an eight, like king eight, we should be able to get it all. Yeah. Like, and, we, and if not, if a nine comes on the turn and then we all shut it down, well, we got a bunch more chips right now. Yeah, I like it. I yeah. like a raise. Let's raise. Like seven million over two point four, seven point five. Um, yeah, I think seven point five sounds about right. But any version of that is yeah. good. Eight is fine. Seven is fine. That's great. We're effectively committing ourselves. Although there, the problem, of course, is if a really bad card comes on the turn, we have got a really rough spot. Yeah. If if what if God just calls? Right. Which could happen. Could. Right? But you know, I think we should worry about it later. Like we need to play high variance. Like this guy's good and he's got all the chips. Yeah. Yeah. But Ramon decides to just call. Okay. So what are the merits of that? Because we were just really talking about the merits of raising. Right. The obvious merit is if what if God is, has some triple barrels in him or her, which I assume him, he or she does. Yeah. Uh, we get to keep those alive. Yeah. That's pretty good. Um, other merits are... I don't know. What else you got? I mean, we, you could say we mitigate variance when we're losing, but... This is a good enough hand. We should be fine to get in against the range, and that doesn't. It's not that huge of a factor. I mean, if what if God has like two jacks? Instead of getting it all in right now, we call and a nine comes. Yeah, then the action slows down. Yeah, we, we, we don't. We, we don't preserve our stack. Yeah, I don't cool. think that's good enough. No, I don't think so either. Like, so what? So we lose sometimes. That's okay. Like, yeah, yeah. It feels like raising is is the play, and it's not like what if God is gonna have bad frequencies in a way that make us not want to race, mm-hmm. right? Like, so it's... Right. What if God's going to see bet a lot here? Yeah. As we came up with, what if God actually does have a range right. advantage? So, and as we see, I mean, I think what if God having the gut shot helps, but is probably betting this board a fair amount. Yeah. Correctly. Um, so, yeah, let's rock and roll, man. Yeah. Well, Ramon calls. Okay. I guess we don't love it. It's fine. I'm surprised, but yeah. fair enough. Pot's 8.2 million. Turn is the king of diamonds. So what if God now picks up the flush draw to go along with the gut shot mm-hmm. and the uh, one over card to the flop? Pretty, pretty good spot. Decent flop. Yeah. And they both check. Interesting. Of course, we want to talk about what if God's check here. Ramon's check right. feels natural at this yeah. point. So what are your thoughts? Why? I mean, I guess what if God just thinks Ramon is too sticky in the end, right? Like- so there's no fold equity once... Ramon is called the flop, or not enough, at least. Ramon either has a pair, or Ramon has a draw. A draw we might get jammed on, which I guess we can call, but it isn't great. It's not a good spot with one card to come. Yeah, and just queen high. Um, if We might get jammed on either way, actually. Yeah. And uh, 
And if he's got a pair, if we think he's never folding a pair, we think basically if his whole range is either jamming on us or calling, we should not bet, right? Yeah. And maybe we think this king is like, I mean, maybe we can fold out a six sometimes when the king comes. I assume a seven or eight are not going away. I assume if he's got a nine or a five, he's mostly going to check jam on us, right? Yeah. Uh, I can see how we want to avoid all that. So that's, that's my answers. What do you think? Yeah, that, the, that makes sense. If, if we think that those are the likely outcomes, there are some hands that Ramon will probably fold. I mean, if, if Ramon has a six with nothing else going on, might fold to another barrel, yeah, right? Like I a, agree. Like six, three suited type hand. Yep. That's, that's one of them. And like even a jack six suited yeah, might yeah. fold. Yeah, a six. Um, yeah. Maybe. But I don't know. Is that enough? Like, it's interesting because that, that diamond really is sort of like, feels like a siren call to It's bet. just like, yeah, oh, I can bet now. Yeah. I, I get to bet this card. Right. Yeah. But we're not super deep and getting jammed on. I mean, it'd be such a disaster to, to bet fold this hand, right? Yeah. And so I think that's what, what if God is trying to avoid. He's saying, what if Ramon was one of thus? <laughs> you know? That didn't make any sense when you just did. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> thus? <laughs> Explain that. What if Ramon was one of us? Like that. Uh, for some reason, that made me think of This Is Us, which I've oh. I've never seen. You know, I just found out something about This Is Us, which yeah. is interesting. And of course, longtime listeners will know that I've been watching This Is Us since it came out. You're crying like a baby I love every that episode. Show. Do you cry? I never have cried, but I've been moved many times. I've been really touched. Although I will say this last season, it's only been three episodes, but never touched. Is one. this the final season? It is. They're ending it. Does that make you cry? No. No, it doesn't, because it's not as good this season, yeah. actually, so far. But uh, this is what I found out, is so the, the um, NFL conference champ. No, it's not the divisional championships, which divisional playoffs, which just happened last weekend, right? At the time of recording. At the time of recording. Um, they go for, like, thir- a 30-second spot on, like, the primetime games is, like, $800,000 for 30 seconds. That's the most expensive thing this year in TV. The, th- the second most expensive thing is another NFL thing. Mm-hmm. The third most expensive TV, 30-second TV spot is This Is Us at $375,000. Wow. Any TV show on network TV. I was shocked. Shy. I didn't realize it was so popular. I guess the demographics line up right, too, for who's watching it. But, like, Wow. I'm sure NBC is very sad that the, this is the last season. Yeah. You know, but I guess the creator's like, I'm done. That's a lot. That's, that's incredible that a show that's not sports is still pulling that type of thing in in this era. Yeah. It's really impressive. I mean, when the, it's, a, it's a really good show. And also, after the first season, they immediately renewed it for two seasons, which I don't know if I've ever seen happen before after, one, after a premiere season to get, for a show to get renewed for two. It almost never happens anyway. Hmm. Uh, but especially in network TV, they just never do that. But they did it for that show. So... Anyway, Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore. Who would have thought? Who knew? That she would be in Jonathan's favorite piece of media of all time. That is not what she's in, but it is a good TV show. It's the only network TV show I watch. You cry all the time. All right, enough. This is us standing. Always crying. All right. All episodes now streaming on So they've both checked. They've they've both checked. We got to believe that is because what if God does not believe that they have any fold equity against Ramon? It's the only possible reason, right? Yeah. Yeah, and they're not deep enough that, like, you can bet call. Yeah. Rivers the Seven of Diamonds. Well, shiver me timbers, that's a hell of a card. Yep, that, that makes a flush for what if God, the backdoor flush comes in. It does pair the seven, so it makes it a slightly weaker flush, but you'd expect Ramon not to have too many full houses in the range, having not check-raised the flop. Correct. I think you don't have to worry about it too much. Yeah. The only real full house is probably king seven, right? 
Um, yeah, I mean, once in a while, six, seven, or eight, seven will be there, but yeah. not very often. You're right. King seven feels like the obvious one. So be it. Like, we got the queen eye flush. Like, whatever. Let's go. All right. So right. Ramona's ace of diamonds. So he does have the nut blocker. That's nice. Yeah. And uh, the eight of hearts. So still wow. a pretty good hand. It's a, it is a good hand. It's weird because it feels like the ultimate bluffing hand, except the hand's too good to be a bluffing yeah. hand. Like, we block everything. So should Ramon value bet? Once since it went check check on the turn. If we value bet, what are we trying to get called by? It can't be a seven anymore. It can't be a king. A worse eight. A worse eight or a six. A six. The straight draws all missed. So maybe we can get called. If if he's got any pair, he's probably gonna call us, right? If he has a six, he's probably gonna call. Deuces, threes, fours, fives, those might not call. I don't know if they'll call or not. Yeah. The fives especially. The fives are pretty rough because they yeah. block some of the straight draws, which you'd want yeah. uh, him to have. But like if you have like I don't know, queen six suited or something like that. You're really going to just fold when the guy bets like on this board. This is such a polarizing board. I like that he's going for value here. I think he is going for value. Um, does the ace of diamonds affect whether or not you care about going for value here? Does that change your equation at all as, as to whether or not you should go for value with ace eight on this board? Um, I'm going to say, yeah, it makes me want to go for value a little more because if our opponent had, our opponent often has nothing. Right? Yes. So, but when he checks back the turn, if the third diamond comes, that could be a, if we checked and he had the ace of diamonds in his hand, he'd be more likely to bluff, ah, right? Yeah, good point. So we take away some of those bluffs now that he would do. So yeah, that makes me want to bet more. Yeah, that makes sense. So Ramon does go for it. It's 5.2 into 8.2. Yep. It's a kind of thin value, but these, these players at this level are doing this type of thing a lot, it seems. You can definitely get heroed by worse. Like, yeah. that's the good news. Like, if, if there's an eight out there, an eight may have even bet the turn. Um, Maybe. Some of the time, probably, right? Yeah. A six, I think an eight or a six is calling. And mm-hmm. I don't know if anything else is, but okay. Like, he didn't bluff the turn when the king came. He probably has something, yeah. right? That's a good sign. Yeah. If he has a seven, that sucks for us. That's it. Or diamonds. Well, yeah, or diamonds. But we probably don't put him on that many diamonds. We got the ace of diamonds. He checked the turn. I don't know. Well, what if God does have diamonds? What if God had diamonds? God has diamonds and moves in. For $16 million more course. effective. Of course he does. That is, or she does. That is obviously the right move, right? Yeah. Like you said, we're just way up there in terms of distribution. This is about as good as... Like, what better hands could What If God have here? What If God is betting all the better hands? Mostly, yeah. You'd this think. is the second nut flush. Um, I guess it could be Ace-X of Diamonds, right? Except we have the Ace of Diamonds, so we know he can't have that. So this is it. Like, right. if there's any full houses, he would have bet the turn, right? All right. This is the tough part. Yeah. What do we do as Ramon? We have to call $16 million to win $35 million. Well, here's what I know. So we, the hand we did last week with Ramon, he was basically in a similar spot where he bet for value, got jammed, got check-raised jammed on my Christian Rudolph, and called with top pair no kicker because he had a blocker to the flush. Yeah. And when the board ran out, I think, um, backdoor spades. Yeah. Um, so here we are. The board has now run out backdoor diamonds. He's got the best blocker to diamonds, he doesn't have as good a hand, but it kind of all plays the same, right? Like, we're not getting check jammed on by a king. Maybe a, maybe trip sevens. That's, like, yeah. the worst hand that's doing this for value. So we're really only losing to trip sevens, full houses, which seem impossible, and flushes. I mean, having the eight as a blocker to the full house, that's pretty good. Although you said full houses seem impossible. They do. You're right. Having the ace of diamonds, though, is a great blocker. Yeah. It's very reasonable, at least so far, in my mind, to call here. This is how he got all his chips a second ago. Yep. Here we are again. Same kind of problem. What is what if God moving in with? That's maybe an interesting question. What are the bluffs, right? All the bluffs. Uh, the bluffs are probably sixes. 
I would think are the most common bluffs. Oh, that's cool. Um, a six is a reasonable bluff. Maybe if he has a nine in his hand, and he's like, well, I block the nut straight. That's a little, that feels a little No, nah, it doesn't seem right. Yeah. Like, there's too much other good stuff out there, right? Yeah. But a six blocks full houses. If you, if you could have a six with a diamond, that's, mm. probably, that's probably the best bluff. Yeah. Like, six four with the four diamonds yeah. or something like that. Six jack with the jack of diamonds. That sounds like a pretty good bluff. Yeah. So the, that's pretty clear. I think that those are okay. the bluffs. So what's a better bluff catcher than this? I don't count a seven as a bluff catcher in this case. No, right? Seven course. is just a, we call for value. Yeah. And uh, we don't really have any kings, so. The only kings we have are, I guess we'd have king six. So now it plays as kings up. With yeah, king six is a better bluff catcher. Yes, it is. That's a better bluff catcher. Uh, king, is king nine a better bluff catcher? Um, yes, because he doesn't really have full houses anyway, right? So King 9 probably plays a little, but he doesn't really have straights either. Not usually, He's no. spending both those things on the turn. King 8, we can have King 8, um, so that's a better hand than King it's, 6. Is that too good to be a bluff catcher, though? It's Oh, maybe it is. I mean, we don't think a king, a, a yeah. fair king is ever jamming on us, yeah. though. So it still is a bluff catcher. Yeah. In the end. He's, still, he's still repping trip 7s or better. Yeah. I mean... If you're sitting there and you're thinking like, okay, I'm losing trip sevens for sure, would he even jam trip sevens all the time when the backdoor diamonds come in? I'm not sure. Maybe the best trip sevens, but not all trip sevens. Probably. Not all of them, but Ramon doesn't have that many diamonds having check called the flop. It's, it's like he's got to have nine X of diamonds, five X of diamonds, or seven or six X of diamonds, yeah. right? Which but, are possible hands. Yeah. Yeah, those are possible. Well, I, not seven because the seven of diamonds come. I mean, maybe he can actually have like ace deuce of diamonds also or something. Check call that flop. Six. Oh, no, he bet a lot on the flop, didn't he? He bet yeah. like two-thirds of the pot. You're right. He can't do that. It's got to be like ace five of diamonds, and now that's a... I mean, he could check call ace five yeah. or ace nine of diamonds, I guess. Could. But, yeah, we wouldn't think it's going to be there that often. I don't um, know. Like, it feels like a good bluff catcher, but also where does this fall in our distribution of hands that bet? Great question. It's pretty low. Is this... Okay, just from a made hand point of view, forgetting about the diamond for a second, yeah. like... Ace eight, is that the worst eight we bet? Do we bet queen eight? We might bet queen eight. We could maybe bet queen eight, yeah. Feels like anything past that is really stretching. Yeah. Jack eight is like... Yeah, I don't think so. Maybe that's the end of it. So this is pretty low in terms of that. Now, yeah. we do have the ace of diamonds, which has got to rocket us up the, the charts right. a bit. We have a ton of sevens, though, that we would have bet. We have a ton of sevens, which are easy calls, yeah. even though we're going to lose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It'd be interesting to even have a conversation about if we have a bad trip sevens, if we had seven deuce suited, for example, should we call? I mean, we're still just bluff catching. Yeah, seven I don't know. Suited. Um, but it's a better bluff catcher, right? Because we block trip sevens. It's a better bluff catcher. But we blocked the flushes with the ace of diamonds. Yep. Um, but trip sevens are more likely based on how what if God played the hand. Because we, it's hard in the moment to sort of say, like, oh, he's definitely checking back diamonds here on right. the turn. Right? But you could you would say definitely checking back a seven on the turn. A million percent of the time he's checking back a seven. Yeah. Seven is really makes a lot more sense. And then maybe you're sitting there like, would he even jam trip sevens when the diamonds come? And I bet. Yeah. Or is he, like, he has to have the best trip sevens to do that yeah. then, right? Like, like. Yeah, so I think a seven is a better bluff catcher if you put it in the bluff catcher category. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, it's so close. It's close. I mean, we're going to have... 20 blinds if we fold. What do we get? Okay, well, we like, we've been doing this recently. Yeah. Like, if we call and we win, that puts us about 50-50 now? Yeah, we, we're basically yeah. even. Wow, that's pretty cool. 
Um, 20 blinds we will have given up 10. So he'll have 100 blinds and we'll have 20. And he's going to That's than a we tough are. road. It's a really tough road against this guy. Yeah. I, that maybe, that kind of pulls me towards the call a little bit more because, like, we need, we need to play higher variance against this guy, right? Don't we? Yeah. Like, this is close enough. I kind of want to close my eyes and put the chips in and be like, I kind of did agreed. I win? I kind did of I, agreed. You, you can, can justify it with the ace of diamonds in your hand and be like, okay, right. maybe if I didn't have the ace of diamonds, I would fold, but I do. Right. So I, I mean, just have to call with this. You could talk yourself into it with any diamond, but the ace of diamonds is the best, clearly. Yeah. It's clearly the best diamond to do this with. And yeah, makes me want to do it too. Um, even though maybe we can come up with some, a few other slightly better bluff catchers, fine. Not that many. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what Ramon does. Calls yeah. and loses the tournament, gets second place. So basically, I think we liked everything everyone did, when we all, except we wanted Ramon to raise the flop. Yeah, check raise the flop. Right. We think that was a missed opportunity. Yeah. And actually, as it turns out, this is just lucky, I guess, but like that probably would have won the hand. Yes. I assume if he raised to a reasonable size, then what if God's going to Yeah, fall? I think that's it. But that's not why we want him to check raise no. the flop. That's just, that just happens to be the case this time. We just think, like, top, top in this spot on that board with the kinds of hands, the kind of cards that can come on turn and river to kill action or kill you is uh, we think the raise plays better. Yeah. Cool. But instead, lose the tournament. Let's see uh, what Wesley Cannon came up with for the solver. Okay. Can you solve God, bro. That's what we asked Wesley Cannon to do. And so, you know. He struggled, quite frankly. I mean, can you solve God? I can solve it. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen the movie Dogma. I know all about it. Yeah, Matt Damon. Ben Affleck. Sarah uh, Silverman. <laughs> that's correct. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. I don't like that movie at all, though. Selma Hayek. Isn't that Yes, movie? and so are many other people. And it's just not good. But moving on, people love that movie, but I don't know why. I haven't seen it for so it long. It is not good. Well, let's see if Wesley <laughs> Cannon's solver analysis is good. Okay. Okay. I mean, it won't be because he's, cause it's God. <laughs> okay, great. All right. So speaking of what if God, yeah. uh, on the flop, the solver mostly wants to check what if God's hand. We were, we were actually pretty on board with the bet um, when we yeah. did the analysis here, but it has a lot of hands it wants to bet, and this isn't one of them, I guess. Um, fine. Whatever. Yeah. That's we fine. definitely toyed with Ramon raising, and the solver does say Ramon should raise a little more than half the time with Ace-8, uh, but a call is the same expected value as a raise, so it's not a mm. mistake either way, That's really. Cool. Um, and th- this is kind of notable for later, for when Ramon makes his river decision. The solver thinks that it also uh, affects what if God's decisions, that Ramon can call with two pair and sets sometimes on this board, which we weren't really putting in his range too much. Correct. Especially the sets. Right, right? because pre-flop, you're going to expect a three-bet a lot yeah. of the time, but I, there's going to be some mixed in there, but... You know, then you have to also call with them. But if if that's the case, that lowers the ace in his distribution on the river. Um, yeah, that's correct. Um, also, it's interesting that like because you would think normally on a board three, you know, six, seven, eight, that like you're going to raise a lot if you flop two pair, especially. Yeah. You know, like because there's so many hands that your opponent can continue with. Right. Well, um, the solver does sometimes raise, but right. also calls probably more frequently than we would like. Exactly. Well, it's it's sort of interesting. Now they're heads up. Um, the solver. Doesn't know that, though. It just knows there's two of them in the hand. Yeah. So. Rats! Uh, so I was trying to solve God. It's not easy. It's hard. It's hard. And uh, what if God doesn't think it's hard? Because what if God checks the turn and so would the solver? Yeah, we, we thought that was a clear Pretty check. much the only notable decision on the turn. On the river... Here we go. Uh, he, Ramon can bet ace-eight 62% of the time, so barely, barely making it with the ace-eight. Um, 
but queen eight is a pure check, says Wesley. So that makes ace eight his worst value hand by rank. Okay. I want to say, though, that if you're going to bet ace eight 62% of the time, this ace eight is probably the one you're going to bet the most of all your yeah. ace eights, right? Because you got the ace of diamonds in your hand. Right. But it does inform us that we are at the very bottom of our value distribution. Right. Which is not the only factor, of course, in making a distribution-based call, but is, it should be a factor. Of course. Yeah. Um, what if God has a pretty easy decision here and should be shoving with the hand that they have and, you know, all flushes and all boats. Mm-hmm. Um, supposed to just call with any 7x hand, which we agree with. Makes sense. Don't, don't see any reason to raise trips here. Uh, bluffs mostly contain one diamond and sometimes a six also, uh, which I think we actually got to also on the podcast. Hmm. We, we did decent with that. And Ramon should definitely be folding his see, hand. See, that's interesting. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Like, like, we think having that ace of diamonds, we thought it was, like, you know, kind of important, but... The solver's like, Ace of Diamonds, Mace of Primans, you idiots. Well, Wesley, what Wesley says, yeah. and I believe this is speculation, but this is Wesley's opinion, I think, um, is that it goes both ways because he's he's now blocking some of the most obvious bluffs with the Ace right. of Diamonds in his hand as well. That is a fair point. Yeah. You go both ways. So now what is he bluffing with when we have the Ace of Diamonds? Just another random diamond yeah. is what you're hoping. Or a six. Right. And, and the solver did say it could be other one-diamond hands that aren't the Ace of Diamonds in, in the bluffing range. Mm-hmm. Um, but nonetheless, it wants him to fold this hand. A lot of that might have to just do with the hand rank that he falls in versus the rest of his range. Right. It's like you're, you're at the very bottom. Bra. Yeah. So cool. You've got this great blocker, but you're still at the very bottom. You have so many better hands. And it, like you said earlier on, if we started, sometimes we have a set here and sometimes we have two pair here. Those are really strong. Yeah. Comparatively anyway. Right. Although I guess we would have an interesting co- conversation about, would you rather have two pair and call or would you rather have this hand with the Ace of Diamonds and call? Right. Well, it's at least interesting without two pair without a diamond anyway. Yeah, and we could have that discussion, but the solver probably would would not be thinking that way. It doesn't seem to. And be. also, there are there are two sevens on the board, so the two pair hands are reduced in value. They do have they have more blocker value than they used to, but they have less actual value than they used to. Um, that is correct. Yeah, that is correct. So I don't know. I don't know what the solver would do, and I kind of never do. <laughs> the solver. <laughs> You know, likes to call a lot. So it's interesting that with what we thought was the primo blocker still wants to uh, throw the hand away. Yeah. Well, would have been right. Would have stayed in the tournament. Yeah. With a massive chip underdog, but still alive. I do love, and I just want to, this is not solver-based for a second, but coming back to, one of the things I often say on our show is, uh, you know, you basically never see a value line of like, check, 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 bet, shove. And have that be value. It's like, they always bet the river when they have it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And so for it to actually be value here is great. Now, of course, the really good players are going to have some value, but it always seems, I always worry that it's underrepresented value. Well, what if God is is in position? So it's not, that's not what happened. But your point still, sure, in other cases might be cool. So never mind. This isn't an example of that. (laughs) But but now, but now you're thinking about it. So that's important. Yeah. It's good to think about. Yeah. Why do I get everything wrong? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) It's, it's hard to live, is what I want to say. Maybe you should talk to a doctor about, you know. What do you mean? Deficiencies. <laughs> talk to a doctor? Oh, you haven't heard of a doctor. This I'm might be a bit of a blind spot in, yeah. in your knowledge. Huh. I'm Charlie Daying it a little bit right now, you know. Ah, I don't really get it. You know Charlie? You know I know who Charlie, Charlie Day, is. Day is. Well, on the show, It's Always Sunny, he, like, doesn't, like, has never eaten, like, a vegetable in his life. You know? He's never eaten a pear. Okay. But there's yeah. a lot of things, yeah, stuff like that. And he, like, eats poop and... Doesn't know where, doesn't <laughs> so, know what a therapist is or yeah. whatever you know stuff like that. Yeah, it's very Charlie Day. So I was okay. Charlie Daying it. Oh, yeah, it's I, not weird to say. Now that. I get it. I feel like you made it weird. I don't feel like I was <laughs> the one who did that. 
fucking Rick and Morty this shit. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life. And I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. And gonna be traveling the globe, we still have time to make it.